0: Welcome to Sir Ink's The Experience Podcast Where we talk about anything and everything kink This podcast is only catered towards those that are 18 and above And if you're at work, we like to say NSF And remember, you can always listen to us during your private time Hello, kinky and kink-yers folk out there My name is Sir, Inc. Here we go. Oh, man. So, I've had a question uh, by a a follower. And he was asking, How do I get my woman on the same page? And uh, that can be a tricky one. Um, That can be tricky because everybody has their own... Uh, idiosyncrasies their own ways and so i think what it is for men right uh especially this gentleman to get your way um or not to get your way but to get her on your page i think the key is to know what direction you're going in and what position does a woman play in your life you have to define yourself as a man to what your overall goal in life is if you're if you're at a point where you ain't you haven't figured that out and and like the future is like open there is no end game in life for you there's no there's not things or goals that you really have set that you want to accomplish that's fine you just need to be very transparent with that but no, mostly what women will agree to or fall in line with is a man that has some direction a man that has goals short term and long term and an end game with it. so in order to get her on your page you need to know what direction your page is going in then that way when you bring someone in you tell them look this is what i'm hitting for this is what i'm doing this is where i'm trying to go this is how i see relationships whether that be monogamous or other no matter what the other is uh and you are not necessarily um dictating the pace to them but you allow them to make an assessment of okay do they really fit into that to that page that narrative that you're that you're speaking of and i mean look at the point of meeting and talking things out initially yeah like y'all two might be on the same page but as things progress you know, feelings grow. Uh, situations change in your life. You know, living arrangements or children that have grown up. Whatever the case may be, those things kind of alter the trajectory of how you get into that end goal. But it doesn't change the end goal. And then it's about who's flexible enough to fit into what you're trying to do. But you yourself have to have direction. You yourself. In my opinion, if you want to get a woman on your page, you need to have a direction that your page is going in. It can't be a choose-your-own-adventure kind of situation. It can be. Those are for people who like the burnout relationships. People that like the I'm on, I'm riding this like a surfboard. I got them paddled out to the water. I'm paddled out. I'ma ride this wave, but when the boogie boy hits the shore, it's over. You know, but when a ship sails from the shore, it has a direction that it wants to go in. It has a, you know, it has a uh, destination. But a surfboard is that. You paddle out, you ride it, it's fun. You know, um, relationships are more like that ship at sea. Gonna have some good moments, gonna have some bad moments. Gonna be some ocean sickness going on, maybe. You know, it's gonna be some turbulent waters. It's going to be some calm water. It's going to be some warm water. It's going to be some cold water, you know, but that is the whole long-term strategy, you know, to the, to, to which, who you are as a man and to establish yourself in your domination. And two, do not try to bring someone on to your page because you want this particular person to be on your page. And then you start changing your page up to suit them that's not how this goes either they're in line with you or not at all yes there is a negotiation the negotiation is on your your part your part of understanding who she is what she brings to the table and is that valuable to you long term like what does that look like like or okay maybe there is no long-term plans of marriage or something like that right but What we bring to one another, even if it's a day-by-day, month-by-month situation, um, long distance or whatever, like, do I bring value to this person's life? Do I make this person's life better in some form or fashion? Or am I just here sucking off attention? Or is she just here sucking off energy and attention as well? These things you need to know. You need to ask yourself those questions. We know there are people who just want for example, just want attention. They just want someone to talk to. They don't really care about you per se. They are just being themselves. They're just like in their own zone. You know, those people, you know, those people, they just get the talking hello. And then they just get the running off shit. They just get the talking, you know? And then, and then you realize that, man, this is not even about me. This is not a shared experience. This is a an experience more for her than it is for me. Or it's an experience more for him than it is for you. And you need to understand that. You need to know what what it is to fill your bucket of of need and wants up. Like me, I'm not as much of a um attention needing person, right? So I don't need over I don't need a lot of um over communication. I don't need a whole lot of communication. I don't need a lot of communication. You know? Um, so I don't need that kind of stimulus. I don't. I don't demand that kind of a, attention. But there are people that do. They need a the good morning. They need to talk to you. Then they need to hit you on your lunch on their lunch break. They need to hit you when they get off of work. They need to update you on everything. And some people like that, and some people don't, right? But there are people who get into a mode that they do that without having consent on your attention. Right, you didn't consent to that. You didn't consent for them just as you say hello, and then they just start running off their day. But that's where you need to check them at the door. If that's something that you don't like, or if it infringes on you, or they make it, or they make you feel like you're responsible to communicate with them, you need to communicate that back. If that doesn't work for you, you know, and and subs y'all need to do that too. If you meet a guy who's a dominant and the things he want don't really suit you, but you feel like, wow, I haven't had a dominant. I need to be submissive in a way that I need to forego the things that I need and just do what he want. That would be a bad strategy, in my opinion, because relationships are cyclical. You know, you need to be getting out what you need in a relationship to make you feel happy, to make you feel fulfilled to make you feel like you're serving a purpose you need to feel like you're a part of it and not just a piece like a cog in the wheel and you don't get even that that squeaky wheel doesn't even get any oil you know what i'm saying we all have to feel like we're wanted or feel like what we bring to the table is viable or needed that is just the truth. You know, that is just the truth. And of course, there's compromises in this stuff, right? Not everything can be all your way. There's compromises. But what you don't compromise on is who you are and where you want to go. You can compromise on the direction that you may go to get to that ultimate goal. If someone else knows a better way, an easier path, a clearer path, then yes, you take that path. But if it's not that kind of situation, if they just want to change stuff up to make themselves feel better, then no. No, we're going to take the route that is that is, has led me to the success that I've had so far. And if you're not really adding any value to that, why change it up just because it makes you feel better, it makes someone else feel better, right? Uh, if you're having a mode of success, you stick with that until it doesn't work, period. If it's not broke, you don't fix it. But I know with men, men just have to to be ready to stand up. I watched a video the other day of a guy who was in Miami and he's a good looking brother, uh well built, workout. He's in Miami with his friends. He runs up on a girl on the beach, you know, they in the water, but he just runs up on her, takes a picture with her, hugs her, or whatever, they had a little light conversation. And then that was that. Afterwards, she, she, um, he didn't give her his real name or number or nothing like that, but she was so enamored with him that she went online and was like, I hope this, you know, guys, can y'all help me find out who this guy is? I hope he's not married, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he's married, three kids. So this gets around the internet, gets back to his wife. Of course, she's not happy about what she saw. Even though that was the that was it, she ended up messaging the the girl who put the video up. The girl ended up apologizing. She, you know, she said, "Look, we didn't do anything. That was the one time we met. I I I didn't remember none of his information. That's why I put that out there." But you know, that was it. And so he's kind of like, you know, and they're having a video of these two, and he's sitting there kind of like, not really owning what he did, right? And um. You know, of course, you're like, oh, I, I was going to leave him. Like, okay, like, your, your wife with three kids going to leave you because you was playing around in Miami, right? Now, I'm not justifying nothing that he did. I'm not saying anything he did was right. But where he really went wrong was just not owning it. You know, kind of like bitchy. He's kind of bitchy about it. Like, oh, you know, it wasn't really like that. It wasn't that. Uh, no, nah, but like, look, look, I... We was in Miami. We turned up. Having a little fun. It doesn't look good at all. I apologize. You know, do what you gotta do, but you can't be bitching your way out of it, you know? And in all this, like, I was gonna leave him because he was, man, whatever. Leave him to go where? And I wouldn't even allow her to even go down that road with that thought process, like, of leaving someone. Like, even if it was your wife. And she's out there in miami with her girlfriends turned up and some dude wants to take a picture with her and you know try to holler at her and then someone not only takes a picture of that but they take video of it and it doesn't look like it's anything more than people just having fun like just turned up right so yeah you can say to your wife look that completely looks not good that does not look good um it's embarrassing you know, but it's not a it's not divorceable. I'm not gonna leave a woman that I had three kids with because of an incident like that. Now it will make you look at them differently, like, well, damn, if you was doing it like that, then what else did you do? But you're never gonna get a real answer about that anyway, unless you get it on video, right? A person's gonna lie and say, Man, nothing else was going on. And maybe nothing else did happen. But what I'm saying is I didn't like the way he responded, kind of bitchy. Like, he should have just owned it. Like, look, we was down here turned up. I was just having fun. Ran down, took some pictures, you know. Look, you know, brother, don't, a man does not work out the way he looked. Uh, And it's a good looking dude. Got himself together not to, like, be admired by other women. But, you know, just to be desired or desirable by other women. And mostly, women don't want a man that's not desirable by other women. They just your wife just don't want to see the shit. And I get it. Like he should just own it. Like you know what, bad moment. I was not thinking. That's when having fun goes wrong. Uh, I you know I got to do better. But I didn't fuck her. I didn't even give her my real name, my real number. So it was really just careless fun. But that carelessness, you know, it it, it embarrasses you, right? And so that's when I go back to. You know, movies like The Godfather, right? And he's walking with Michael and he's telling Michael, you know, women and children can be careless, not men. And these are the lessons that we need to teach men. You're married, you're in Miami already. So the fact that you're in Miami and married with your homies, is already a situation of you going down there to turn up. All right, cool. Whatever you do, you just don't want evidence of it. And, you know, back in the day, we used to have Polaroid cameras, right? Or regular cameras. So people take pictures. But that picture would stay within that girl and her group of friends or you and your group of friends, right? Guys know this. Guys got pictures from, you know, all places that we done been, right? Some stuff you don't want to get back, whether you single or not. You Ooh, I'm glad we ain't put that on tape, you know? Um, however... Um, In today's world, those Polaroid pictures, those moments that would be between you and those people, and the only people going to see it is people in that circle, and that getting out to wherever, getting back to wherever you are is like highly unlikely, now is highly likely, because everything is a video, everybody's uploading stuff, so the internet gets it and runs it, you know, the internet gets it and runs it, so guys we got we have to learn how to move differently we have to understand those lessons you know men speak when they need to be heard um you know controlling yourself you know having restraint not arguing with women uh and and here you know you can't be careless your moves must be more calculated your decision making needs to be more focused Your emotionalism needs to be down. And at the same time, you need to understand how to still be connected to the woman in your life that you trust. Whichever woman that is, whether it be your friend or it be a lover, that woman that you say, I ultimately trust her. You need to make sure you're connected with her. You can never not be connected with her. You can never not be connected with her, period. Whatever that means, you always have to stay connected to that person. Make sure that they're whole. This is just my brief thoughts on how to get on your page. How to get on your page is making sure that your page is clean, is in black and white, and is legible, meaning your actions need to be clear. You can't speak of of going in a direction and then walk in a different direction. Everything has to match up. Verified, right? They only can understand who you are through verified actions. Everybody, once you reach a certain age, I would say mid-30s, should stop believing so much of what people say And listen to what people say and look at their actions. And make sure that the words and what you're seeing match. And when they do, you can believe in it. But gentlemen, women are not going to believe in you just because you say you're a dominant man. There are some women that will test that. And then there are other women that won't test it. They'll just sit and wait. And they're not waiting for something to happen. They know life happens. And then they will judge you by how you react. Life is read and react. And if you react differently than what you say you are or how you projected yourself, then that is a strike. And that leads to mistrust. Mistrust leads leads to her closing up. Her closing up limits the options that you can have with her. It limits all the things that you can do with her. Because when you need her, to come through for you in some kind of way. She may not. Because she don't trust that. If she does this thing for you. Or if she trusts you in this way. That it will go right. You didn't she, You didn't show her that. And it's little stuff guys. It's the little things. Little actions. It's those actions that money can't cover up. We think money and dick are cover some shit up. It ain't covering shit up they know even if they're hanging in there they can hang in there women are like masochists some of them right they'll hang in there knowing damn well they're not getting all they should get but they won't be happy things won't be right you want a harmonious relationship you want a harmonious situation you can only do that with clear direction clear actions everything must match up verified it doesn't mean you can't make mistakes It just means that when you make them, you own them. Unlike that brother that didn't own it. He he kind of scapegoated his way out. Nah. Nah. Own it. Because you always want to be in that position of respect and power. When you're wrong, you say you're right. Look, I was wrong. I was wrong. I made a dumb fucking decision. And I embarrassed you. I apologize. And I got to try to make that right. You know, whatever it takes. I apologize. If we need to go to therapy, I'm going to therapy. If I got to, you know, whatever it takes whatever it takes to keep your situation, your family together, but not many of us are owning it. And that's what I have a problem with. So if you want to own your page, again, be clear and concise actions must, must match words and find someone that fits your program but, and, and, and let them know this is <laughs> you on here for the short term, or you could be in this for the long haul, you know, if you see endless possibilities, speak of endless possibilities. If you see ceilings, speak of the ceilings that you see. Cause those people may not know that there's a ceiling or a cap up or cap off. But allow them to see it. Maybe they maybe y'all can work through to some ceilings. Maybe you can't, but at least at least mention where the defaults are and go from there. Again, what do you guys think? Let me know. You guys know where you can reach me, sirinq.com. Sirinq on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And you can always check us out on kingspace.net. Thank you guys for listening. You are appreciated. Until next time, peace.